Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Money Breakthrough Summit for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. I'm so glad you joined us today. This is Helene Harris, and we have an exciting interview today with Christine Closure. And she's going to be talking about a very important topic that I know you all want to hear. It's about discover your soul's purpose. So, what I'd like to start with is having you all be prepared so that you can access the information that's most important for you today. So let's start with a brief opening to get you all ready to hear Christine and her wonderful information. She's really so knowledgeable. I know you're going to enjoy it. All right, so take in a few deep breaths and surround yourself with light. Call in your guides and spirit. And if you work with any angels or business guides or abundance guides, money guides, call them in as well. And as you breathe in that light, just feel it beginning to flow down through the crown of your head, a beautiful golden white light. Beginning to relax the muscles in your face and neck and into your body and your torso. Just imagine with each breath you're letting go of any stress or tension that might have been going on today or the last few days for you. And as you feel yourself getting quieter, imagine yourself opening and being more receptive to what's important for you. You might even call in your clarity and guidance guides to be with you and ask inside to get what's most important for you to take in today and learn from our speaker, from Christine. Okay. So I'd like to share with you a little bit about Christine. She's known as a transformational catalyst. She powerfully combines spiritual guidance and intuition with very important nuts and bolts writing, publishing, and marketing expertise. She's considered a trusted and celebrated uh, author, and she inspires authors and publishing industry experts around the world. She's known for her down-to-earth and authentic and inspiring approach. Christine is a well-recognized leader of the transformational author movement. In addition to coaching authors through her transformational author experience and Get Your Book Done programs, Christine is a best-selling and award-winning author who has written or contributed to more than a dozen books, including her most recent ones, A Daily Dose of Love, Everyday Inspiration to Help You Remember What You Already Know, and Pebbles in the Pond, Transforming the World One Person at a Time. And I want you all to know that I have the most recent book written by Christine and is so great. You're going to love reading it. Hello, Christine, and welcome. Thanks, Helene. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy and excited to have you here, too. So 
You know, I have a hunch our audience would love to hear a little bit about your own journey in discovering your soul's true purpose. Oh, well, it was kind of an up and down journey, as many are. You know, some people who look at me and just think that it's always been uh, easy, but um, certainly not. I kind of, you know, I got started literally a couple of decades ago as I was a yoga teacher out in Los Angeles and uh, had my own little private personal training and yoga business, and it was fantastic. And I just kind of kept, you know, following those nudges. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I ended up, you know, sort of learning a little bit about Internet marketing and building lists and, you know, becoming like a, you know, coach kind of person. And I sort of just went full force into that. Um, really investing a lot of money, time, energy to build this sort of, you know, quote-unquote celebrity-based kind of business. Um, And uh, it really wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it just – pieces of it were, but so much of it wasn't. I ended up getting really off course with I feel why God put me on the planet. And I had this did this big event, had a huge success, you know, got all these great clients, made the most money I had ever made in a weekend. Like it was amazing, but I was miserable. That's I had it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stress level that I was under You know, what I had sold and promised to deliver, especially to a few clients that were paying me six figures to coach them, like, it was was not why I was here. It's not what God put me here to do. And I had uh, really from, like, second quarter 2009 until first quarter 2011, so almost two solid years of, struggle trying to figure out how to make it work, um, how to do what I was here to do. And, uh, you know, along that way, I ended up losing my house, going through a bankruptcy because I just couldn't keep doing it the same way. It's like, I can't do this. Like, you know, all these coaches have told me to do it. I can't do it that way. Um, I completely and, understand. You know, it's yeah. How many people go through that? I, I, so many, so many. Yep. Um, so I, you know, I kind of I lost my way doing what other people were saying I should do without and and people who I probably blindly trusted a little bit too much um, in hindsight, and people that I didn't vet well enough to really get that they had my best interest at heart rather than their own. True. Um, and it, you know, it just, it got really tough. And I was just, I went way down this path the wrong way. And it wasn't till I lost everything mm. and then sort of had the rug pulled out from under me uh, by a former business partner that I, like, I just landed on my knees <laughs> and begged, just it. begged, yeah. you yeah. know, just yes, I show do. me, use me, <laughs> you know, don't have all of this experience, you know, those challenging experiences, 
please don't have it be for nothing. Like, use me in a way that's going to serve the most amount of people and bring me a tremendous amount of joy because I know that's what I'm here for, to serve, be in my bliss, my brilliance, my joy, and inspire people to be in theirs and take action to be who they were born to be. Just show me how to do this. What um, a prayer. What a prayer. I know it took you to your yeah. knees, but it does. Yes, yes. And, you know, there's people who are like, you know, and, and once I said the most powerful, the most empowering place, most powerful place that I have ever generated or created anything from mm-hmm. has been from a place of helplessness. Yes. Like really getting, like I, I'm not here to create, what I think I'm here to do, I'm here to just be on my knees and ask to be used and and not have it all figured out and not know what's going to come next and allow myself to be guided and to actually feel that sense of helplessness. Your words are touching my soul because that's what I found to be true. But that is so scary to go through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there are people who I share that with who say, you know, you're never helpless. You cannot just change your thinking and change your life. And I'm like, you don't, but the level of surrender, like true surrender to who and whatever you believe in that is bigger than yourself, when you truly surrender to that and understand that we're really all just like, you know, we're we're marionettes to some degree, being guided and and moved through this experience of life by that greater energy. And when you allow yourself to fully surrender and say, I'm helpless, guide me, show me, um, you know, in my own mind, I can't figure this out. And I've had people be like, you know, that's ridiculous. We're never helpless. It's like, but you don't understand. Like that helplessness, within 90 days of that prayer that I made in the beginning of February, I was ready to launch a program that ended up bringing nearly 10,000 of my perfect clients into my world. And it came out of that prayer of show me, guide me, use me. I I love to do this, you know? So, yeah. (laughs) The prayers did not quite sound exactly like that. Uh, You know, some of them... Uh, I was definitely wagering and begging and bargaining and at times screaming and crying and just laying on the floor, you know, just in such pain as I offered the prayers. (laughs) Um, But they were heard. Yes, they were, and you're doing so well now. But I think it was your willingness to say, use me however you want. Yeah. Show me the way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like you do it once. You no, know, I just had a phone. I just recently had a call with my um, with my coach, you know, someone who I love and who I trust, and he kind of, you know, moved me into this place where I can feel that I'm going to end up, uh, you know, sort of back there with the same depth of prayer. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just. Uh, it doesn't. You don't just do it once and it's done. Because we're always growing, we're always evolving, we're always being asked to expand into more of who we were born to be. Um, and I am too. You know, as we speak, I'm being asked to expand in that way. 
So am I. And it still scares me sometimes. You know, it's still like biting my nails, like, what's next? Um, Each new step. Each new step can be scary. (laughs) That's what I've found. Yeah. And very exciting. Yes. Very exciting. Yes, both. Both. So it's about being willing to live on your edge is what I'm hearing you say. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And on the unknown of what is the next step, you showed me this step. Where does it lead to? And for those yeah. who had a plan, that's hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. those yep. other ways don't work. Exactly. Especially when you're being led to a place where it's like, oh, no, like, that's a thing I said that I'd never do. And, like, that's where you're, that's where you're moving me. And I can, you know, I can feel a part of me going, what? Oh, you know, but there's another part of me going, all right, and I guess here we go. <laughs> We're in for the ride. (laughs) Yes. So there are so many challenges that happen when you begin switching from, as you said, a a particular kind of business coaching to a different kind of form of coaching, which you're doing now. Yeah. Can you tell us about that, what you're doing now with it instead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, know, bottom line, what I'm doing now is I'm truly just helping people be and experience themselves as more of who they were born to be, Mm. right? More expression, more life, more contribution, more love, more joy, more liberation, more freedom, um, less pain, less keeping themselves small, less, you know, staying in hiding. That's what I do, um, is I just help people be more of who they're here to be. And the way that I do that is, you know, with all that experience that I went, like I said, coming to my knees finally in, uh, you know, February of 2011, after having gone slowly to my knees for a couple of years, uh, I just, you know, that's when I landed. And that's when I saw that the way that I meant to do this, at least at this phase of my life, at this, you know, period that I'm in right now, is in working with transformational authors. Because ah. you have to imagine, right, I'm I'm the author of the book, The Freedom Formula, on putting soul in your business and money in your bank. Amazing book. It's helped thousands of people. But it was the book that I needed to read, not the book I was qualified at the time to write. I am now, and I'll probably do a revision to that book. But at the time, it was what I needed, not what I was qualified to share. And so you have to imagine, here I was, and it became a bestseller on Amazon. I mean, we sold a few thousand copies. You know, the book is still, uh, you know, respected by some leading conscious entrepreneurs as one of the best books ever written on consciousness and business, you know, Which blending soul and business. So what was the title of that book? The Freedom Formula, How to Put Soul in Your Business and Money in Your Bank. So that's the book that launched in 2008, and here I am in 2011 going through a bankruptcy, right? What did I know about this? Right. <laughs> and right then and there, I made a vow. Like, I can never, ever, ever teach anyone how to make money again because look at the failure that I was. You know, I made a lot, but it, it all went, it just all went to hell in a handbasket. So at that point, when I begged for that prayer, the way, and even then, I was really, even through that work, I was always just wanting to have people be more of who they were born to be. But what I was shown through this process was that I was supposed to take, 
the work that I've been doing in the transformational field, which I started leading retreats, gosh, 17 years ago in 97. I started facilitating transformational retreats. In 2004, I started working with authors. And then I got off track in this whole, I got to help people grow their business track. But when I landed on my knees, what I was shown was, you can do your work. You can help people just really liberate themselves and become more of who they're here to be, but you're meant to do it by work by combining these two gifts of yours. Forget about the business stuff, transformation and authorship. Like this, that's what I knew, and that's what I've been doing now since early 2011. You know, coming into my fourth sort of cycle of my year and doing that work. Um, so that's what I do: is I help people liberate their message and liberate themselves at the same time. So just do what they're here to do and be who they're here to be. What a, wonder, what a wonderful way to go about doing what you're here to do. Liberate their message and liberate themselves. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's um, it's amazing. I love do. I absolutely love doing the work. And, you know, like I told you, I made a vow sort of back then that I was never going to teach people anything about business <laughs> and now, of course, I have all these people who have written their books, who have gotten their books out there, and now want my help in helping them grow this business, you know, to support their book and their message and to further it in the world. And, uh, you know, that that's my next, like, where, where I feel like I'm being pushed. <laughs> the next thing, that's how you bring it together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so... I'm right in the growth process with all of you. I'm having my own breakthroughs over here, too. <laughs> so am I. You know, it's here I'm doing this tele-summit, and at the same time, I'm going through a massive interchange. I feel mm-hmm. like in the middle of birthing something new. So what do I talk about? <laughs> you yep. know, it's a fascinating place to be. It sure is. So how do you see how the old models have impacted people? What does it do from your perspective that it has needed to shift? Oh, man. <laughs> How much time do we have? Um, you know, the old, the thing that that I really find difficult with the old models is where you have people, <clears throat> excuse me, who, like, we're all here for a different soul journey, yes. right? Mine is different from yours. And our our soul journeys are different from the billions of people on the planet. Each one of us coming for here for a very distinct purpose and and way in which our souls are meant to grow and expand and express at this time in this life. And when I see sort of like this uh, mill, like this factory mentality of everyone can do exactly what I did and get the same results, like a lot of it's hogwash, I think. <laughs> that is. That is. Awesome. Right? Because that experience was that person's soul's journey. And unless they take into consideration, you know, the different aspects of a person and who they are and why they're here and what they're here to do, you know, some of us are meant to be New York Times bestselling authors. Some of us are not meant to be New York Times bestselling authors. Some of us are here to experience, you know, ease and abundance and grace through our entire lives and just magnify even more. 
Some of us are here to learn through trial, you know, and challenges. And a lot of that is predetermined, you know, before we get here embodied in this this body that we're in. Um, so the old model that, that just says, okay, everyone can come in, go through my cookie-cutter system and pop out the other end with the same results I did, kind of, it drives me crazy, and it sets people up for disappointment. And so I have, you know, it really does. And then people are like, well, they said it would work and it didn't work. And then what happens is we end up feeling worse about ourselves because now we've spent money, time, energy to do something someone said would work for us and it didn't. And we feel worse about ourselves as a result. So, you know, it feels like I always refer to it as like there's people who land in my rooms. Like I, I recently um, – was invited to do a little bit of teaching and coaching around consciousness and business, a very private setting, just a few of my clients, and I was co-coaching with some, a good friend of mine. And, you know, the breakthroughs these people had were amazing. Mm. But in some degree, it was like they were the walking wounded. Yeah. You know, one of them I just said, listen, like if you're not an online person, you, you don't, you, like she was shedding tears about how to build her list. It's like you that might not be the right thing for you. And she I think she dropped her pen on the floor and said, "What? Like I can have a business without having to have a list?" Yeah, there's tons of businesses succeeding beautifully and brilliantly that don't have lists. Great clients, they have great clients, they make great money. Some of them don't even have a website. She's like, "Really?" It's like, "Yeah." And that's the old program. It's like, "No, everybody doesn't need a massive list." Depends on you, your business, what's going to work for you, your style, how you like to connect with people, you know, how you like to have a sales conversation or whatever it may be. Um, so I spend a lot of time giving people permission to do things differently <laughs> in a way that really works for them. But what I hear you saying is you're giving them permission to find their own way, to find their own inner rhythm, their mm -hmm. own movement. Absolutely. And not to throw away like all of the amazing strategy and structure and systems that are out there because certainly there are pieces and parts that work. So it's like you want to put together like if you imagine that your business or whatever you're creating is like the finished cake, right? right. Well, you need the ingredients in there. And you might find from this one person you studied like their whole, like you didn't like their entire recipe, but you really like this one ingredient. So throw that in your bowl and mix it up with another ingredient you like and another ingredient, you know, and a whole bunch of you and find your way to make it work. And, um, you know, that's what I feel like has to be the new model. And I feel like people are desperate for it because well, there's so many people, you know, who are just out there who have spent way too much money, been over-promised, under-delivered, didn't get the results they wanted and think that it's their fault. And it's it's not. A lot of it is the fault of the system and the conditioning and, and you know, what we're used to. But it, it, it's time for a new path. It's time for that new recipe, the one that is the one that is perfectly designed for you and your goals, dreams, business, way of being in the world. So how can someone discover or get to their own rhythm, their own best way to move forward in life? 
in, in a career, in a business? How do they get to that? Can you... Can you ask the question in a slightly different way? I'm not sure exactly the essence that you want me to get how to with can that someone, one. How can someone really find or discover their own best way forward, the way they move forward? Most importantly, number one, follow your passion. Like I've seen so many people who have been pursuing this, you know, this business, this dream, and their passion has been sucked right out of them because they get off track doing everything else they're supposed to do, right? Or they think they're supposed to do. I know that one from experience. So you want to really reconnect and follow the passion. Like if an opportunity or an invitation comes across your way, just notice, like, is this something I'm super excited about? Or is this something that feels like it's pulling me off course? So passion is really an important one. And know your style. You know, there are some people who love nothing more than sitting behind a computer, getting online, tracking all their staff, looking at what's going on, like, and tackling numbers <laughs> like a mad, you know, mathematician, right. um, a mad scientist, like, okay, I'm just going to go in there and figure out and tweak the numbers and, and do this and do that. And they love working with technology and stats and numbers and traffic and all that stuff. You know, that's one type of person. There's other people who would much prefer to sit down over coffee or over the phone and have a really empowering conversation with a prospect for their business and, you know, have that one-on-one -on -one conversation and invite those people, you know, to work with them. If, it, if it's the fit, of course, um, invite them to work with you, you know, and to gain a new client. There's other people who would much prefer to be on stage. You know, they love speaking and finding people to come into their world and their business through speaking. Um, so it's important that you know, like, what? how do you enjoy it? There's other people who just live on social media, love social media, and finding clients on social media, building relationships on social media, and that's what they should be doing. So you've got to be passionate, but you also have to know, like, what's your natural style? Like, for me, my natural style, like, if I could just be on a stage talking every day, I'd be happy. You know, Well, no, I wouldn't because I don't want to be away from my family every day traveling on stages. Um, but often enough, <laughs> you know, that would work great for me. If I never had to look at my computer again, you know, other than just connecting with clients and keeping up with my team and everything, like, I'd be happy. You know, so like nice. I, I, so I understand. Yeah. You know, so you got to be passionate and find out what works for you and, you know, what your natural style is. And then look to be taught by people who know and understand, like, that natural style. Like, if your natural style is you just want to sit down and have, you know, meet people either through referral or going to networking meetings or showing up at events. And you know, you want to get people to come into like a free session with you, and then have the opportunity to have them become a client if it's a fit. Then you need to find someone who's going to understand and you know teach you some of the skills of doing that. Um, you know, go, finding someone who's going to teach you how to build a 10,000 person email list. It doesn't really match with your natural style. So we all need mentors. You just heard me talk about it working with my coach. We all need mentors. 
um, to teach us, but we have to be really discerning. Um, you know, kind of mentor. And, yeah, and, and who we choose and why we're choosing them. If we're choosing them because they make us feel like if we don't do it, we're just the biggest loser in town or we're never going to be successful, you know, because there's a lot of people who are still selling from scarcity, you know, or, or who are too, still selling to getting people scared first and then selling them something that's going to help them overcome the fear that you put in them anyway. Right? Like that whole thing just doesn't work. So notice if you're getting wrapped up in it, um, or if you're choosing a mentor because they feel like it's the right fit, they understand and appreciate your natural style, and they can, you know, help you with how you want to be helped, not how they know to help you. Like there's a big distinction. How do you how, how do you need to be mentored versus how does someone else want to mentor you? Ah, it's not about the them. It's about you. Yeah. A huge key. So what I really hear you <laughs> saying is you look for someone who resonates with you. You resonate with them, <laughs> but also you're interested in the format that they use and the way they make people more visible in the world because there are many ways. Absolutely. So it's a couple Absolutely. of pieces. Thank you. I think that's so important for our listeners to really grasp. And right, let, let's face it, because I forget who I was just having a conversation with someone about this. Um, might have been my friend Brian. I'm not sure, but one of the things we were talking about is, you know, we're all online, we're all in email, we're all in social media. You know, it's just kind of where the world is, where we stay connected. And the people who we are most exposed to in terms of mentors are those who are online. True. So many of the mentors that we see are the ones who are online because what they know is online and what they know is marketing, and they're always in front of us. They're making the offers. They're you know, doing everything right to gain our business. But if we're not, if we don't want to grow our business in that way online exclusively, that, but but we're always seeing invitations on how to do that from the people who know how to market online. It's like we're not really seeing the full buffet of options in terms of how we can learn and do what we do. What we what we see is a very narrow, like we're just seeing the you know salad um, part of this grand buffet because we're online and that's where the marketers are and that's what we see the most of. But we we yeah we don't even know that there's this whole other buffet that's out there of people who could help us do what we want to do really well, you know. And what I what I try to do is use the internet and everything online. And I mean, I have a, a large list and a great database of people and subscribers who follow me and all that. Um, but I try not to market like an online marketer, you know. Like it's a it's a fine balance for us all to discover. Um, you know, for ourselves, is how do how do we pull the best of that, but use it in the way that's right for us? So it's looking at several things: how you resonate with someone, the style that they mentor in, but also what fits for the way you want to come out in the world. What mm-hmm. what triggers your own passion? What what about the people who feel like their creativity may be stifled? and that they can't tap into 
their own passion or their own source of inspiration, what would you say to help them? Mm. There's a good likelihood that if you're if you can't access it and you're like unable to really tap into that, that you're spending probably a too much time. We need to spend some time up in our heads, but you're probably spending too much time really connected to your thinking, rational mind. And it's really important to dedicate time to intentionally allow your mind to just quiet down a little bit. Right? Sometimes when we're wanting to create, like we, you know, whether it's, you know, if you're writing, right? I help authors. If you sit and you stare at a blank page and try to force yourself to write, nothing good is going to come out. If you're an artist and you're looking at a canvas and you make yourself paint when it's like, you know, there's nothing there yet to paint, um, it, it's just, it's not going to come out in, in the best way that it possibly could. So like you in creating a business, if that's what you're creating, if you feel like you're pushing it, forcing it, trying to make it happen, it's time to step away. And for me, I know sometimes, you know, depending upon the day, I'll spend anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours just in silence in the morning, letting my brain rest and setting attention to just be open to listening, be open to inspiration, be open to that seed of an idea that sparks me inside to be planted. Um, You know, we can't just keep going, 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 pushing, 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 and thinking that our creativity is going to come because we're going to will it to come. Sometimes as soon as you take a break and give yourself spaciousness, you know, you can't stop the creativity from coming in because it doesn't come from us anyway, right? Remember what we talked about earlier, like we are here, you know, embodied souls here to live our soul's purpose, our soul's expression. And those creative ideas that we have, I mean, I know they feel like they come from us, but really they're delivered to us from the world outside of us. You know, you're so right in that. And I think if we have very active, busy minds and we're active and busy people, we don't take the time to go inside. There was a period of time when I wound up having surgery a number of years ago. And when I went in, when I was recovering and needing to rest because I wasn't able to do much, uh, I was saying, what is this all about? And the answer I got was, this has been the only way to get you quiet long enough to hear us. Yeah. And yep. that was a shock, I'll tell you. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you're really in the creative flow, you you know that it's not from you. You end up writing something, creating something, getting an idea. You'll, you look back and go, where did that come from, right? I bet you've probably had that experience. Oh, yes, a number of times, still do. <laughs> yeah. So it's so interesting that even if we want to bring it out in the world and create a business and a career from it and make money from it or whatever our intentions are, that if we truly are wanting to do it from a place of service and serving what others in a way that we're meant to serve, we have to balance it with going inside and finding quiet we time. We do, yes. So I appreciate what you're saying. So 
what do you see then as a downside of not discovering your soul's true purpose? Because that's what I really hear you talking about is finding your soul's true purpose. Yeah. Well, the downside is struggle. The downside is not nearly as much joy as you could be experiencing in your life. The downside is always feeling like you have to figure it out, keeping that mind at work, 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 Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. Um, And the downside is that, I mean, if if you don't really fulfill that purpose, you know, and have some clarity on what that is for yourself, it's like life ends up feeling like it's only sort of half lived, like you kind of did it but not all the way, right? Didn't experience all the love, all the joy, all the expression, all the abundance that you could. And it just, you know, it's like I don't want anyone to live that way. You know, I strive to not live that way as much as I, I can, you know, and be in that flow and be in my joy and be in my creativity and be living on purpose, you know, with my soul. And when you realize that, you know, we all ultimately have the same soul purpose, which is just live our full, complete, and total expression. Um, like that's like we're all here for the same thing. Be who we were born to be, you know. Exactly, and the expression yeah. is different. <laughs> so, what's the upside from your perspective? Well, the upside is that anything is possible. Um, you know, it's just the upside is joy and freedom and liberation and expression and abundance and happiness and really feeling like you're on track, you know, doing what you're here to do and um, living the life that you're meant to live. You know, that's the big upside. And, of course, as you do that, the contribution that you make as a result, the impact that you have just by you being you, that alone impacts the people around you, how you do what you do with the joy, with the liberation, with the, you know, love and passion, that's how you can also impact others who you may never even talk to, just through their experience of you. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) Because it's so true. I, I think that's what we get to is when we're in that flow of energy, and we're living on purpose, and there's nothing you would rather be doing in that moment except what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> there is something that is joyful. Uh, so I find a lot of joy in my work. I just love it. When I'm in that energy, it's God is present. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you're doing your thing, you know, I know. Like, when I do my thing... It's really not me doing my thing, but it's so much fun because I was like, whoa, what just happened? Oh, my gosh, that was amazing. That person just had that breakthrough. I can't believe this just happened or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I think sometimes the phrase that comes to me is, I guess I'm always interested in new processes to see how to help people faster since that's a lot of what I do. I feel like I'm in a candy shop (laughs) <laughs> and all these pieces of candy. Oh boy, this one's perfect. Oh, let's do that now. Well, no, you need a mixture. Let's kind of dance it together and see what happens. Yep. Yep. And I know you know what I mean with that. 
because I can tell. Yes, 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 I do. <laughs> yeah, you do it in your form, and it's so beautiful. I mean, your book is just, some of the stories in there are just divine, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they, I mean, I'm always amazed at the stories that come through. Yeah. I love my clients. <laughs> I do, too. I, I don't think, well, there's no resonation. It doesn't resonate right if we don't feel that. And yep. when, when I see that spark and then when I see the issue or who they are and, and what their core is, it's kind of like brushing away the surface that isn't really part of them, that they don't know isn't part of them. <laughs> Mhm. Mm-hmm. I feel I do something. Okay, let's get that crap away. The crap. <laughs> it's such a beautiful light. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of how I see it. And it sounds like you do that with your work and in, in the workshops and the classes that you've been doing. Yeah. Yep. I do. I. You know, everything. Pretty much. I love doing things unscripted. You know, just really in the moment. And. um yeah, it's just, it's awesome because it's real. It's what's happening now. You know, it's not what I prescripted forever ago to do now. It's like what shows up in the moment when you're just doing what you're here to do, right? And there, of course, there needs to be a little bit of structure and things like that so everyone can feel safe. But it's really quite miraculous when you're doing what you were put on earth to do. It's just it's joy and it's effortless joy. Yes, it is. And and it's funny you say that, but it is because I, I outline everything I do. And then I feel free to let it go and not even deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's like my left brain can rest knowing in case I don't have an idea or something doesn't come up, I can always go to that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my essence, my right brain can just say, now let's see what we need to do. <laughs> yes. Yes, right? Now, if we could only all live in that state all the time, like I don't want you by any stretch of the imagination, any of you, to think that that, like, that I'm always in that place. Absolutely not. Like I still, you know, <laughs> spend a lot of time not in that in that place as I work to kind of continue to develop and structure my business in more of a way that supports me. So, I mean, I'm not perfect at that. I highly doubt, Helene, that you're perfect at living in that space all the time. Um, but, you know, the important thing for me is that I'm seeing the the ratio kind of tip. Like there's more time being spent where I'm not doing those things that don't bring me the joy and doing more of what does, you know. That's, that's, yes, that's the important thing, that I just keep working on that's shifting that ratio there. Well, I'm always in process. I work with a healer. I work with a shaman. I work with a coach. And I've worked with my own. I've done shamanic healing work with my own shaman for like over 30 years. Mm. (laughs) And it has definitely transformed who I am and what I do. And it's like how to bring the inside out. And then every time I think I have it together, when it starts falling apart or it doesn't feel right or I feel bored, I say, okay, I'm not there yet. There's another place. As you were talking about, we keep going through those times when we have to go back inside and allow a new birth. Mm-hmm. It feels like a birth to me. Yep. I mean, life is expansive and it is always expanding. 
So we go through these growth phases and then we hit, you know, a plateau for a little bit and then we're invited to grow and expand again. I mean, it's just, it's not, like, I don't know that we'll ever get there. There's always going to be more love, more joy, more abundance, more contribution that I can experience, hopefully, until the day I'm no longer in this body. Yeah. So none of us, none of us should be hard on ourselves for where we're at because we're all, as you said, you know, works in progress. Yeah. So do you have a resource for our listeners you want to share with them about the journey on becoming a soulful messenger? I bet they'd love Absolutely, to yeah. What I did is I put together a guided meditation. Um, it's, you know, not too long, just about 15 minutes or so, but it's a downloadable guided meditation that will help you discover your soul's message and really discover, like, that essence of, like, mm, you know, this is why I'm here. And, you know, it's just, Super relaxing and very powerful to listen to. I've had clients have massive breakthroughs. This is part of a program that I have um, called the Soulful Messenger Home Study Program. Um, And I just literally took one of the trainings, uh, one of the audios for the meditation for this one particular module, and I just pulled it right out of the program and made it available so you don't have to pay for it. You can just get it completely free. Again, it's the Discover Your Soul's Message Guided Meditation and you can get that by going to christinecloser.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-K-L-O-S, like Sam, E-R.com, forward slash money breakthrough. And uh, there's, also, there's also a link on the gift page, isn't there, Helene? Yes, yes we're gonna, we have a link on the gift page, so you can easily go there. Either way, if you can't wait to get to the gift page, just do it right now. <laughs> And I think it'll, just having spoken to you and reading your book, I just know that they're going to get so much from that meditation. So I suggest you all download it as quickly as you can and listen to it and find out where it takes you. What's your soulful message that you're wanting to get to and bring out? Christine, is there anything else you would like to share as we get ready to close? No, just gratitude that you invited me to be here with you today and gratitude for everyone that's listening and really open to looking at how you could maybe do things a little bit differently. You know, you're here because you're ready for a breakthrough. Um, You know, you believe in the power of bringing consciousness and spirituality into business. And I just want to thank you for your time to be here today and your dedication to being part of the wave of people that is really helping to establish a new way um, in our world to make this thing called, you know, contribution and commerce um, and consciousness all work together. So just a lot of thanks to you for being here. And just another invitation to make sure you head over to christineclosa.com forward slash money breakthrough to go ahead and grab that guided meditation because you can download it and I know I've had people, they listen to it the first time, then listen to it again a month later, six months later, and it continues to have impact every time you listen. So I would suggest you just get that onto your uh, MP3 player, your iPod, iPhone, whatever that might be, and um, take a listen and see what unfolds. And I think that's it for, well, I for wanna, me for today. I want to thank you so much, Christine. This has been absolutely delightful. And I, I love to hear your journey and how you come to what you do. And I so value and respect it. Uh, your books are amazing. 
And so are your programs. Thank you. Yeah, so I suggest everyone immediately go and go get your meditation now. And I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, and you will be getting an email with the link in it as well. So you can also download it from that. All right, everyone. I want to thank you so much, Christine, for being here. I've enjoyed oh, you're welcome. Yeah. My pleasure. And I want to say bye to everyone, and may you have a delightful, joyful, and brilliant day. Bye-bye. <laughs>